It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Side Hustlers is the podcast where we talk to people following a passion outside of their day job or people who have turned that side hustle into their full-time hustle. I'm Carla Marie from iHeartRadio. I'm your host of Side Hustlers. And this week, we are going to chat with Allie and Brittany, two best friends who created the ultimate drinking game that you and your friends are definitely playing next weekend. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get off your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. So this is officially, I think it is the first episode where drinks are involved. I think that might be a thing. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, sadly. <laughs> I feel so honored. I can't believe it. <laughs> so Allie and Brittany, you guys are coming to me from Pennsylvania, right? Correct. That's right. We're about an hour outside of Philadelphia. And you guys have giant <laughs> drinks. I've got my coffee. I mean, it's the same thing. All right. So they look like they're in a wine glass, but it's actually a watermelon margarita, which... That's our thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is your thing. So obviously, whatever is a game, then you guys developed this game because you like doing drinking games. So <laughs> let's start off with explaining the game and how it works and how you play. And then we're going to get into the whole story of how you started this and what your day jobs are and the whole side hustle life. Okay, so whatever is a party game where you basically compete against your friends, against in different challenges, which is something you do by yourself, or a showdown where you do against someone else. And if you don't want to do your card, then you pick a penalty. (laughs) And the goal how you win is to, if you successfully complete your challenge or you win your showdown, then you keep the card and the first to five cards wins. 
if you pick a penalty, you don't get to keep that as one of the five. We just kind of like shame you for not doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really the easiest game to play. It's like lighthearted. It's fun. And it's simple to do when you're about to go out with your friends. Okay, so why did you guys say we need to make a party game? Because obviously we're in a world where there are a lot of different party games. Mm-hmm. There are board games. There's a lot of this. Why are you guys like, we need to do this. There's nothing like whatever out there. Well, it started as just something we did on the weekends. Like, we didn't, like, start this as, like, all right, we want to do something on the side. We want to make a game because we love games. It started as just we were sick of playing all the party games out there. Yeah, so, like, every <laughs> yeah, we had us graduated college and, like, how we played Kings so many times we couldn't think of any new rules or anything. So we just started playing a version of Higher or Lower where if you didn't get it, then you would pick a dare that everyone playing the game cool. would either have to do or you would take a shot. <laughs> Which is awesome. Actually, yeah. going off of this, I don't know if you know this person, but I posted on my Instagram at the Carla Marie for people to give me questions for you guys. And Jade Ludlow, do you know her by any chance? <laughs> My sister-in-law. I figured you did because she said, "Do they? I want to know. Do they ever pass on challenges when they're playing and have to take the punishments?" All the time. Ah, I'm Allie penalty does. queen. Yeah. She will like. Yeah, she won't do them in public. I've seen her do some. Oh, I do everything behind closed yeah. doors, but not in public. I'm the weird one that when we're at events, I'm like, "Yes, I will." Yeah, smell like my like, Yeah. <laughs> Great. Oh yeah. So wait, what are some of these punishments and dares? Like, what are they? What are they? Give me like a few examples. All right. So if you would spin and land on a challenge, we picked out some of our favorites. Okay. This one's a little bit more extreme, but this is like if you spin, you get a challenge, which is something you do by yourself. Okay. Says you're you're getting antique, bitch. Send the shortest (laughs) player to the cabinets for some flour and let them throw it at your face. If you do this, you deserve two cards. Keep this card and steal from another player. Oh, that is awesome. And I would, I'm the shortest player, so most likely in any situation. So that would be me. Love that. Okay. So now I understand why you would pass sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah, if you don't want to do that, then you would get like a penalty card, which they're just meant to shame you a little bit. So a penalty card would be like, hey, dickhead, keep that whiny mouth of yours open until the next turn. That's awesome. Okay. So you just got to keep your mouth wide open until your next well, turn. Like- it sounds easy. It's surprising. It's hard. Tiring. <laughs> it depends. Yeah, a round's a long time. How did you guys think of the things for these cards? Because there's a lot of cards. You guys sent me a pack. Uh, yeah. It's awesome. I want to try to play it on the air. Obviously not say, hey, dickhead, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> It'd be fun. But how did you think of the things that are on these cards? Sure. Well, we have some that are we call classics. So before we made it into what it is now, we had the same, I guess we'll call them dares because that's what they were right. then. So we have those, and then from there, when we decided we wanted to start making it into a unique game, we got rid of the good, you know, the regular playing cards, and we made our own unique deck. And we just like started Google Docs, and during the day, we would have we just go in and write like anything we could think of, and then we would test them. And we have a whole another <laughs> tab in the Google Docs called the Graveyard because some of them were terrible. Oh, that's great, that is- <laughs> but a lot of them. Stem from, like, stories from us because we have been friends for so long. Oh, yeah. I guess that's something we haven't talked about. So you guys have known each other, like, more than half your lives at this point? Yeah. 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 Isn't that that weird? weird. So you've been best friends for a very long time. You went Mm -hmm. to different colleges or same college? Different colleges, an hour apart. We still saw each other. Yeah, same thing. Okay. <laughs> so your your best friends who kind of went into business together, we have heard on this podcast before that sometimes that could go 
completely the wrong way and be a disaster. <laughs> Have you guys had any situations where it's hurt you that you were best friends in this situation in business? I, I guess we're lucky because I really, yeah. I, I, I can't even think of one like <laughs> at all. Yeah. We're really good at different things and we, it's worked out. I feel like we both have. It's such a fine balance because some of our cards are so out there and like weird. And those are probably the ones Brittany wrote. <laughs> and then I'm like a little bit more not like that. <laughs> so I think of all the people like me who probably wouldn't do those cards. And there's plenty of cards in our deck that are for. That's that. awesome. So when it comes to running the business, are there certain things that, say, Brittany, you really, really hone in on those, and Allie, you don't ever touch those because you do X, Y, Z? Yes. Yes, there are. So, I mean, when it comes to the game itself, we both together created all the cards um, as far as, like, our social media and our marketing. We do all that strategy together, but um, I take care of the finances and the accounting because I do that for a family business as well. So I was lucky to know how to balance a checkbook, which some people don't know how to do yeah. anymore. <laughs> no, it's, it's a, yeah. a lost art at this point. Allie, yeah. what about you? And I'm a nurse, so I know nothing about that. So I do the shipping <laughs> and, and the customer service. The nurse, customer service. I can see where that it totally lines up. So let's talk about that. Your day jobs. Allie, you are a nurse. What are your hours like and how do you find the time to build a board game and launch it? So I'm really lucky that I don't have to work completely full time. I work about 32 hours a week and I get to pick all my hours. So I typically work 12s on Monday, Wednesday, and then I can call in whenever I want the rest of the week. I don't have to work weekends or holidays. That's awesome. It's, it's perfect, yeah. And Brittany, you have your real estate license, but you do also say you work part of your family business too? Yeah, so I, well, I went to school with psychology, and then I was like, okay, like now what the heck do I do? So at the same time, my family was starting to buy um, a lot of real estate so my sister and I are partners in that, and we have a real estate license, and then we manage our parents' rental properties as well. So I'm, I have the flexibility to, if I need to leave to do something, that my parents are like, yeah, go for it. So it's kind of worked out that we both have flexible schedules and can do the different things you need to do. It is awesome that you guys can really make time together to sit down and plan this out, because I imagine that this game that we see now is probably the 50th version of the game. So what was that process like, I guess, really starting it? Like, how do you even get this made? Who do you call? Like, who do you say, I need cards printed. How does it work? So actually, my husband is pretty involved in the back-end business side of everything. Cool. He wait, works wait, wait. He also pours our drinks at events, too. Let's yeah. be honest. He yeah. does that. <laughs> and he pours our drinks. And he's, More he's important. porn. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's corn, which is our mascot. <laughs> he's right. Oh, my God. He's actually, for everyone who cannot see this right now, he is wearing a unicorn mask and just popped onto the screen. I This is by far the most bizarre episode ever and my favorite so far. Okay. What happens on the back end? Is, like, what is his experience with printing cards? Does he know about that? Why? Yes. Like, where where no, does that yes. come in? He has a lot of connections and his family, they own a local marketing agency in the area. So he knows who to call. And um, before we, we initially went on Kickstarter and prior to Kickstarter, we would uh, went and we researched a bunch of manufacturers, reached out to them, got quotes and things like that. So um, we actually use the people who add magic. They make cards against humanity, which in the party game space, that's like, you know, lucky oh, wow. enough. 
They're only an hour from us too, so we felt comfortable that if we had any questions, we could go to them and talk in person rather than just trying to communicate over, you know, email or phone or something. That is really cool. I I never, I I didn't realize that there was like a company, I guess, that does all of that. So, I mean, I wouldn't need, like I said, I'd have no idea where to start, but the fact that you guys, okay, boom, let's do it. Let's get it done. But did you get different versions of the card, like physical cards where you're like, oh, no, this is not what we wanted this to look like or feel like? Before Kickstarter, normally people go on Kickstarter and they have a prototype. We, our prototype was handmade. <laughs> like we made like three or four different versions with glitter Lots and glue sticks yeah, and going to FedEx and making things laminated. So I would say that if we had to say one of our biggest regrets was that we didn't have an official prototype from that we could you know, show our Kickstarter fans. But after that, um, we went into was it BoardGameGeek.com, which is like a huge forum for the gaming community. And that's where we did a lot of our research to find the manufacturer and get in contact with them. And from there... After Kickstarter is when we developed our first prototype. And we worked with, um, like, because my husband has that marketing agency, we have connections to, like, designers and website designers, like, and graphic designers. So we uh, used their resources, and that's how we came out with the official design, because we made all the cards and stuff, but, like, what do we know about we're a nurse and a real estate agent, so what the heck do we know about graphic design? Nothing. Yeah, no, that's why, that's why I'm saying, like, how do you guys know how to do this? I mean, do you just, like, drink it all the time, telling people what to do? Because sign me up. This sounds like an awesome job. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Actually, in the past few episodes, I've had a decent amount of people who launched on Kickstarter. So for the people listening, and I still, like, this is foreign to me why kickstarter what was that process like and was it what you wanted it to be yeah i think i mean it's exactly what we wanted to me fortunately for us the industry we're in like there's a huge community behind games that people go on and try and find the newest hot game on kickstarter so we're lucky that that was our product and we had that resource there but developing like our kickstarter page we went on, we just researched other games kind of similar to ours and just took things from them that we thought looked best. Like we found, I think less is more. So like people don't want to read long instructions. No. They want to see how it's laid out. So that was kind of one of our first steps in developing our Kickstarter page. So when did you launch? What month and year was it? Kickstarter. We decided we were going to do this in January of 2017. And then spent a lot of time creating, developing, whatever. And we launched our Kickstarter in November of 2017. Got funded December 2017. And Wait, physically you got, got how long did the did that one take? One month. No way. You hit your goal yeah. in one month. What was your original goal? Well, we hit our month, our goal actually in uh, two weeks. Yeah, but it's a 30 day span. Right. Of so you run your there. campaign for you set a time limit. Ours was a month, so we hit our goal of I think our goal was seven thousand. We hit that. Yeah, it was like eleven thousand. Well, that's how much we got in the end. We got twelve thousand nine hundred sixty. <laughs> but yeah, right, I'm the tax person, so that was after the. So we hit our goal in a month. We got everything we needed. And then we then we worked with the manufacturer. We went back and forth, prototypes, lots of back and forth. And then we officially got all of our games this past June. So June of 2018. Oh, wow. And then we got out to all our backers right away. We, we <laughs> set up a little station in my living room. And we had like a little assembly line, me and Britt. And we just like nailed, banged it out. How many people 
bought actual games. I think we shipped like 160 yeah, or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, in a day. <laughs> so we showed up at, at the post office with two suitcases full of these packages. No, way more than that. And and five minutes before they yeah, closed. Five minutes before they closed. <laughs> like, okay, can we watch you scan all of these in, please? <laughs> they must have loved you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. So the, guy, the guys from the tubby the pint glass were on a few weeks ago. <laughs> Same thing. Kickstarter tried to give it out and brought packed everything themselves and brought it to the <laughs> post office. And it's cool. I mean, two friends who started a business, same thing, but completely different business. I mean, I guess they really go together drinking and, and games, <laughs> but the whole idea, it's crazy. You know, you're just friends who want to do something and you're passionate and you work together and you get it done. And it's great that you're at that point point of the business where you're actually doing all the shipping and you know what it's like to get that stuff out but now i'm assuming you're not shipping games from your living room because you're on no i am you are it's still me <laughs> now, you're still yeah. doing it so but you can order on yeah. amazon right yeah i'm amazon <laughs> that is crazy to me so she'll get home from her shift at like midnight and then package, and them package up. all the orders and then she'll and text me the to day. pick them up, and I swing by before work the next morning, and I take them. Luckily, <laughs> the post office comes to my office. Oh yeah, so I give them to our our mailman there. <laughs> That's great. It's so cool though how you do got how you do have everything. Boom, 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 like worked mm-hmm. out perfectly. But every group of friends always says we should do this, we should make this, we should start this business. When you guys first said that idea to each other, we should make a board game, was it like, okay, we should make a board game? Or did you actually right away sit down and say, let's make this board game? Well, we, we actually did really sit down right away. Well, it was because my mom kind of made us. Yeah. Okay, so like, Brittany, <laughs> tell me that story about your mom. So we've been playing a version of this for like five years. And then two years ago at my family Christmas party, we brought the original, original version. We're playing with everyone and everyone's having a great time. And my mom cornered us in the kitchen and she's like, you guys need to make this into something. So we're like, uh, okay, Tams, we'll do that. <laughs> so that was Christmas, obviously. And then we met um, January 1st of that year and then started. We sat down in a room and we concepted it out because initially we were playing with just playing cards and like putting dares in a hat. We had to figure out a way to get it where you couldn't just play by yourself with a deck of cards. And also, we brought the penalties in because it's not technically a drinking game, although our drinking rules are online. If you don't want to do your card, yeah, you can take a shot or you can just do a penalty. Oh, okay. So now is there a rule with you can't make it a drinking game and printing, or you guys just didn't do that? Well, we just wanted to be able to market it to anyway. a larger pool of people. So Smart. it's 17 plus. So we, And then we have 21 and over rules online. Cool. Very cool. Do you see people now that are buying the game and then posting it on social media? Is that like, oh my God, have you guys freaking out with that stuff? Yeah, yeah, so when we, so cool. we like to hashtag let's get weird. Okay. Um, so we go in there and we see the human pyramids or people being antiqued. <laughs> it's really awesome to see that people still cook with flour and have that in their cabinets. <laughs> it's really reassuring to know that there's people as weird as us. Yeah. Well, so you guys sent me with the game a tank top that says let's get weird and I love yeah. it. But what part of the process we're like, all right, we need merch. Is that just a promo thing or can people buy that tank top? Well, we initially made those for ourselves and we were like, we go to a lot of beer fests and events and like kind of promote that way. And we always wear our tanks that say let's get weird and people are so into it and yeah. they love it. All the person. Like, where can I get that? And for a while, we're like, well, 
no, I mean, my sister, my <laughs> yeah. sister can use her cricket, her cricket, and make it for you if you want. But so the last event we went to, we had shirts made, and we're selling them there. So eventually, we will have that on cool. Amazon. But for now, for now they're just ours. <laughs> oh, how do you get to these events? Because you guys keep saying events, events, events. How do you get to these events, and what kind of events are you going to promote? Whatever. It started as we went to kind of any social, had any kind of young, like young professional crowd around it. But then we found after a while that craft beer people are our people. So we love beer people and they love us. (laughs) It's true because it's like that you're going to sit down for a while, drink your Mm -hmm. beer and play a game. You're not ripping shots of vodka and play. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can rip shots of vodka (laughs) and play this game, but I feel like it would end much quicker. (laughs) (laughs) For longevity purposes you can be here so do you reach out to breweries and stuff like that to you know get in there and bring the game yeah we we just anytime we see a beer fest going on we just email them and they're usually really receptive to it and they're like yeah come on and then we have the hottest booth <laughs> i've never been to a beer fest but now i think i gotta go do you guys oh, yeah. just go to ones in the pennsylvania area do you travel um we've gone to maryland to well actually this wasn't a beer fest we just went up and down the beach and we're having random people play the game <laughs> do cards for us that i was- saw that promo video <laughs> <laughs> that was for our kickstarter so that was pretty awesome but we're looking at others in the we're surrounding. We're expanding right now. Yeah. So we're kind of new since we just technically got all our themes like this past June. And now we're on Amazon. We're doing really well on Amazon. Um, we want to explore other avenues. We're still working on getting in um, like big physical box. stores. Target. Which, yeah. So hopefully we have a big event coming up like next week with our distributor. So hopefully that'll bring something in. So explain what that is, because if someone wants to do something like this or what is that a big event with your distributor? What does that even mean? So our manufacturer who is Ad Magic, they have a publishing side and they're not we're not like signed with them or anything. Okay. They don't publish our game, but they are representing us. Cool. So there's a huge event next week in New York called Toy Fair. And they're going to bring our game and, and have private like one-to-ones with different buyers. And hopefully that will bring something good for us. Because it's such a long process. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. came out in June and all the stuff was already picked out for like fall like, and spring. Yeah. Like it's already done. It's so. like same with fashion. I mean, yeah, like New York Fashion Week, you're six months away from summer and they're already showing you summer clothes. You just bought all your winter clothes. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's the same with games and Christmas and all that stuff. But why the name whatever? I don't know why I didn't think about that till now. Where the hell did that come from? Because when we originally, like six years ago, would play, we would always say, all right, we're going to have a whatever night because you did whatever the card said and the card was whatever goes like people were climbing trees like laying in creeks like twerking on walls so it's just whatever happened happened did you kind of I guess all your friends you would play with every time were you when it launched were you like all right guys you each get a game because you kind of endured the years of testing it or were they like your biggest backers yeah we made them back we had a party <laughs> We had a launch party and our friends were so awesome that they picked our highest or one of our highest tiers and would buy six games. That's cool. That's really cool. So they've been handing them out. They've been super supportive. You'll see them in some of our promo videos. They've definitely helped us to where we are now. Yeah, a lot of our cards are based off like inside jokes with friends. Like you wouldn't know that, but it's fun for us. (laughs) I mean, that's awesome. But what is it? promo videos 
Is that stuff for social? Why do you guys decide to do those? Because I've seen the one on the beach that was for Kickstarter, but you do have other ones. So what makes you say, hey, we got to do a new promo video? What is that whole process like? Well, the, did you see the cow one? Is that the one you're no, talking about? No, I didn't see the I only saw the beach one, but you said video, so I knew there were more. What is uh, the this cow is one? just like, like a quick clip. <laughs> so the cow one is just like a quick uh, marketing clip where one of our cards says, yeah, you have to go in the front yard and graze like a cow, and cow tipping is encouraged. So, <laughs> so we had some of our guy friends go out and pretend to be cows. And then I think part of our marketing style was like really in your face. So we just had our designer like edit it together to show these cows. And no, we have lots of little <laughs> clips where they're kind of like little, like 15 second, like commercials, I guess you yeah. could say, yeah. where it's like doing something so random. You're like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, let's get weird. And like our logo comes up and things like that. I really love like what you guys have done when you look at your social media. And when you guys were emailing, I was like, okay, this is a, a legit game. How have I never heard it? It was like, <laughs> I didn't really think that it was just two best friends who launched a game. I was like, oh, how do I have I never heard of this game? This is amazing. So you've done an amazing job of packaging everything and really presenting this as an amazing company, which it is. It's not that you're, you know, putting up a front. It is but you really like everything. Branding is so on point. So I commend you guys for that. And that's huge for anyone listening who wants to launch something. You can't half-ass it. You have to go all in otherwise it's not gonna work it's true when we write those checks we're like all right we're doing this for a reason yes. <laughs> Allie don't buy another freaking purse you don't need it <laughs> well you said you so you have you've hired a designer because I mean that's neither of your expertise so that's smart you're investing in something so how did is that a friend of a friend or how did you find that person he's someone who works with my husband's company it's okay. called liquid and they uh He's a, just a graphic designer, and he does such great work, and he does such a good job of, we, we know what we want in our head, but we can't do it, so we just tell him what we would like, and, like, what we would like to look at, like, what... what yeah, we give him, like, a couple ideas, and somehow he creates that into what it is. Like, awesome. I don't know. He can, he can pretty much read minds, I think, because we're, re- <laughs> we're not very good at... Describing, we want it to look like a fun game. He's like, all right, yeah. thanks, guys. That helps. Was, cool. was there a point in this process that made you guys look at each other and be like, I don't think we can actually do this. It's not going to work. I think it was more so like, all right, so if this doesn't work, well, at least we can say, you know, we made something and like a couple years, we're like, hey, look, there's that game on the shelf that we made like in our closet shelves. And now we're like, holy, sh- holy crap is this like we're doing it whoa like amazon sales are going up we're like all right that's just christmas sales and now we're like okay well it hasn't slowed down for january so i guess we're doing it it's even better in june the cool thing about games is i'm with a group of friends they whip out this game and then i want to go show my other group of friends this cool game that i played with these other people so that's what happens with games and i'm sure you'll see that spiral that happens because word of mouth obviously is the best form of advertising and there's nothing better than sucking in a group of people with alcohol <laughs> and persuading them that this is a fun game and you need to own it in your apartment in your house too do you notice that the biggest spike was like a December Christmas thing because I know you said it hasn't stopped but I'm assuming summer months it's going to be great as well hopefully yeah so we just got on Amazon in July so like it takes a long time for you to build any sort of presence on Amazon and recently they 
like now we have that little Amazon's Choice banner, which is cool. That's I don't cool. know if that means anything. How does that but I feel like yeah. it, I don't know. We want to know too. <laughs> no, I think it's because we started running Amazon ads, and then the more and people are starting to review more. So the more reviews you get, our matrix is going up. Things like that. It gives. And every month, it's just been like up, 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 up. Even even after December, which is crazy, well, we because we thought, okay, Christmas, we get it. But now I feel like more people are playing. And since I do ship everywhere, I always wonder because I shipped, I know what cities I shipped yeah. to <laughs> in like random parts of the country. I'm like, I wonder if they played and now they're buying it. That's got to be, I mean, if you think someone bought it for Christmas, whether it's an office party or something, they probably opened it and said, all right, let's play it right now. Because what do you do at that point sitting around after opening presents? And that is <laughs> honestly probably what happened. But do you notice certain cities or states that you're shipping the most to? Actually, yeah, like we were surprised, I think, when we saw how um, a lot of, I think, rural areas. <laughs> like like the middle states. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like, well, we want to support. A lot of like Illinois, Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I really, what else are they going to do? They're like, oh my God, something fun. This is amazing. We can interact. Say that, yeah. I'll say it. It's fine. Yeah. You don't have to. But I, I'm curious to see if after talking, I mean, obviously the podcast, people can hear it anywhere, but you got to let me know if Seattle peeps are represented. It would be <laughs> really cool. I mean, Seattle is just a beer town. So there's 11 uh, breweries uh, in my neighborhood in Seattle. Oh my God. Yeah. Which is, I can walk to the, all of them. So I should just go around and, and bring my game and just start playing yeah. and, and see what happens. <laughs> First of all, I want to talk about how we connected because a big part of this podcast is connecting and networking. And you guys emailed me, but do you, when did you first email me? It was, um, a, it was a few months ago. And we had, yeah. I love that you got, like, you would email me again. And I would read the email and be like, I don't, I don't have an answer for them right now, so I don't respond, which is bad on my part. But no, it's something I wanted to bring up because I think it's important for people. You were persistent but not annoying. There's a difference. And you guys were like, hey, we'd really love to be on the podcast. So what made you think, hey, let's reach out to Carla Marie to get on her podcast? Well, I listened to you when you were on Elvis Strand in the morning show. Was it um, FM 97 did you guys get? No, we have Q102. Q102, okay, yes. All right. Yeah. So I heard you on there, and then you left and went to Seattle, and I don't have iHeartRadio, but <laughs> I still was following you. And then I saw you started the Side Hustlers, so I started listening to that, and I was like, all right, well, I mean, I'm just going to start emailing her because she's awesome. She so that was like you, us. Brittany. Was Allie yeah, like, that's... what are you doing? Why are you? No, I listen to a ton of the Side Hustlers. I love all of them. <laughs> you guys, that makes me so happy. Okay, do you have a favorite episode? Either of you, or one that stands out. Just recently, I love Dicks by Delaney because yeah. when we were listening to a lot of them, we're like, oh my gosh, are we going to sound as professional? Like, her husband's the one who, like, does lots of the business side, so yeah. we were nervous that we weren't going to sound like we knew what we were doing. I don't know what I'm but doing. We listened to Delaney, and we're like, okay, yeah, she's just like us. She's like, talking just... about dicks on mugs? Yeah. <laughs> she's fine. No, she, yeah. she was awesome, and I, I really did appreciate the insight she had about, okay, hustling is great and all, but don't spread yourself mm. too thin. Now, is that an issue you think you guys have had? I know you said you can make your own schedule, but time management is important and an issue for all of us, I think, especially when you're a side hustler. So what has that been like for you guys? I think definitely for me, I have had to learn how to cut back. I'm like definitely a yes person. Mm -hmm. So I was, you know, trying to work like nine and a half hours at my parents and then go to showings on the side. And then I had 
a new boyfriend and all these things. So, and keeping in contact with like all of my three families. So <laughs> then, so I definitely had to learn when to say no. And then my boyfriend got me into meditating and like self care. So I think that's been super helpful too. It's important. Allie, what about yeah. you? No, I haven't had a problem. <laughs> Two days a week, 212s, and then I work like a <laughs> Everyone listening right now is like, this bitch, really? Hate her, yeah. <laughs> well, they're hard 12 hours. Yeah. Okay. I, call, I call in other hours, but still, no, I'm okay because I don't have three families like that. Yeah. <laughs> and my hobby is pretty much hanging out with my dogs. So. Listen, I, I can work as much as I want. <laughs> we all envy you. We don't actually hate you. No, it's, it's awesome, though, that you can have a schedule like that. It's amazing, and you can devote your time to things you're passionate about and it's amazing that the two of you are best friends and have different parts of your lives that work well perfectly together it's awesome to see what you guys have created and you're making moments and memories for other people because of the silly things you've done with your friends so it's super cool to see everything you guys have accomplished but i it wouldn't be side hustlers if i didn't ask about your favorite apps and i know you guys are probably prepared for this because you've listened to episodes (laughs) so Brittany, why don't you tell us about your favorite app whether it's for life or whatever um so for whatever i would say it's they probably have a mobile version but i personally really don't like technology so i still go like when i go when I go into Amazon, I still, like, on my phone, I still type www.amazon.com. <laughs> but so the website is Canva, and it was super helpful before we brought on our um, graphic designer because we could go on there, and they have lots of free pictures and different images that you can use to make different um, marketing marketing posts. We use them for social media. We use them for our events and things like that. So that was super helpful before we had someone on board. I am a very big fan of Canva. So if anyone follows me or our show, 90% of the images, if I have to promote Mm -hmm. something, it's something I've made on Canva either for free or even their paid version. It's not too bad. And it's great because you can do like a lot more custom stuff. But Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll make something. I'm like, Damn, that was pretty good. And it's all because it's so easy with Canva. So I appreciate I don't know if anyone said that. They may have, but I am all in on Canva. So And they do have an app, Heck but yeah. I do like the desktop version. Oh, good to know. Way, way better, way, way better. Allie, what about you? For me, it's definitely ShipStation because I'm the one who does all the shipping. So what is ShipStation? ShipStation, every time I get an order, I can just enter the information. I have a little printer at home, and it prints all the information out. Like a label printer. That's cool. And that's how we get our games out. I'm still like – it's mind-blowing to me that you're shipping from home, but I love it because in two years, you're going to be like, oh, there's just some Amazon warehouse that ships everything, and I can't right? wait for you to tell me when that happens. I just got a giant order of bubble wrap today. <laughs> so you're like, yes, I love it, bubble wrap. That's so exciting. Okay, so people can follow you guys on Instagram. It's at play whatever, and then mm-hmm. they want to – what is the hashtag you want everyone to use when they're playing? Let's get weird. Let's get we weird. Let's get weird and at play – or hashtag play whatever, yeah. Okay, so absolutely all the funny videos you're posting <laughs> with your friends playing the game. I highly suggest getting the game. It is hilarious. You can go to whateverpartygame.com, and you use promo code Carla Marie, and it's 20% off. But they can also buy on Amazon, right? Well, yeah, Amazon actually has your code. Okay, so, so. it is Amazon, but playwhateverpartygame.com yeah. also has all your info. It'll- and find you yeah. guys and mm-hmm. do you have post events and stuff up there if you're going to be at places if not well most of our events will be on our social media okay perfect so follow mm-hmm. them play whatever that's how you can find 
all of it. Guys, thank you very much. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Always appreciate the support you're giving to Side Hustlers. Heard from Delaney last week, and she said you guys came out hard to buy those mugs, which cracked me up. So I appreciate that so so much from the bottom of my heart you have no idea and if at the very least you can do to support someone is follow them on instagram do it you have no idea what that means to a small business if you can buy whatever go ahead buy whatever party game it was awesome on amazon use code carla marie 20 percent off let me know tag me in the post when you're sharing them on social media and don't forget to like and review side hustlers wherever you're listening and subscribe to it Thank you. It's Carla Marie. Follow me on the gram at the Carla Marie. Just in case you need one more round. The Last Call Podcast with Carla Marie and Anthony. One last little taste to hold you over till tomorrow. Available worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilbur Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.